And what I was finding out is this is similar to this uh, Genesis 6, 5 that I just read. He, the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. It says that God, God spoke to Jeremiah and said that a few times. I see that man only wants to do what is in their imagination and not hearken what it is I asked them to do. Freedom and God podcast, presented by JPF and Associates and the JohnPFox.com training portal and classroom, where we share commentary, wisdom, and counsel. This is a weekly podcast show. Thank you for tuning in. Alright, alright. Hey guys, John here. Welcome to another episode of the American Freedom and God podcast. I am your host, John P. Fox. Yes, uh, I usually have some sort of outline ready to go, you know, preliminaries done before we start, but today it's going to be off the cuff. Well, um, I just decided to, well, I did actually line up a few things. I bought some sound bites that I'm going to play. We're going to hear from Dan Bongino. Um, he's talking about the latest, uh, what's going on as I think it's a New York Post, uh, uh, New York Times, um, article out that when they covered, uh, it, it got Dan's attention, whatever it is they covered, we're going to find out. And then I think we'll go over to, uh, during the monologue here, we'll go over to getter.com and we'll talk about some of the, uh, posts that are there. Hey guys, <clears throat> this is all about American freedom and God, so that's usually what I like to talk about at the beginning of each show. And I just want to say thank you for listening, <laughs> thank you for tuning in, and I hope that uh, we can be of some value here. I do not want to waste anyone's time, but what we'd like to do is to get together, come to this uh, this microphone and this computer and get together and let's discuss this thing. First of all, we are a Bible-based podcast. I do like to talk about our Heavenly Father on this show. That is one of the primary reasons that I do this podcast. I decided that it's very popular to, to uh, include, you know, the, the current issues in America, especially current. But that is what we're doing. We're including American current issues. So that is the aim of the American Freedom and po- uh, American Freedom and God podcast. Yeah, um, you know, American freedom is always at risk. It this is your republic if you can keep it, and that is the famous uh, quote from Benjamin Franklin. And I, I don't think he was trying to put a quote out there. I think he was talking, you know, flat out. He's being serious, and this is it. You got yourself a republic. Now, can you keep it? One of the things Ben was trying to say in that statement is that the way things are laid out, 
the way things have been invented, because <laughs> basically this uh, American experiment is an invention over 200 years ago, and it's going on 220 some years ago now, 23, I think. Um, there's going to be some background noise, guys. Uh, here we are at the home studio of John P. Fox, and although I do have concrete walls that stay nice and cold in the winter and nice and warm in the summer, yeah, right. Uh, the windows let a lot of sound in. There's there's no insulation on these walls. Staying in Savannah, Georgia, we have uh, most of the, the homes here are historic, and well, at least the one I'm in is. Yeah, many many neighborhoods here in Savannah are historic homes. They've been built a hundred years ago. I didn't mean to get off track. We're talking about the Republic and the American experiment. I'll get right back to it. I wanted to tell you that this is the carriage house. This is where they used to park the horse and buggy back in the day. Well, uh, you know, like most of the carriage houses here in Savannah, Georgia, um, most of them have been remodeled into living quarters. And many of them were living quarters right from the beginning. They would have the horse and carriage parked in there. And the caretakers would live uh, up above, you know, in the loft. <laughs> Anyways, I take care of a huge uh, historic home here for uh, a great couple. Uh, they're, they're close friends, family, and clients of mine. It just developed into into the family thing. And <clears throat> it's my pleasure to be here and pick up the things that needs to get done around this this property and take care of that. I did a couple of days a week there, and then I've got other clients as well. Back on to what I was saying, the American Freedom and God podcast will be noisy sometimes in the background until we can get a better studio. And, and you just you just heard why. <laughs> um, it's an experiment, the American freedom. Uh, it is an experiment. We call it a democracy, but it is mostly a democratic republic. So it is ruled by the people. And uh, the people are represented, uh, and their representatives are the ones that um, will put forth legislation that will dictate whether or not we have highways and bridges and all the good stuff we need to have to, to operate as a society and be civil. So there was a time, you know, you remember the old, old West and everybody was gunslingers and whatnot with cowboy hats, or if they were in the North, they were something else, or if they were deep in the South, they were something else. But, you know, in the Midwest, it was cowboys and Indians and just stuff was very uncivilized, at least to some extent. It started to develop into a civilization that it is now. But when Ben was saying, I give you this republic if you can keep it what he was saying is they invented a system that can be broken uh they tried to put place things in place they, they developed uh three branches main branches the judicial the legislation and the executive and they tried to put in place checks and balances so that no branch would outpower the other and um then, as you, you go through the Bill of Rights, if you go through the United States Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, all of it, you start to realize, hmm, some of this stuff can be compromised by one of the other checks and balances or one of the other powers. So what we have to do is we have to keep reinventing it as we go. And you know what? That's what started happening. Here we are in 2023 the year of the Lord, 2023. And this republic has been checked and balanced and checked and checked again 
over and over. New policies have been created over and over so many times that I know better than ever before now what Benjamin Franklin was trying to warn us about. This is a republic if you can keep it because if you're not careful, the powers within may be able to override the will of the people. And that's exactly what government does. They try, well, it's what they're doing now. It wasn't, maybe it was always that way. I wouldn't know. I've only been around X amount of years, right? <laughs> Which I'm not going to disclose, but this is a kind of an experiment that is starting to go south if we don't, if we don't do something to save it. I have a, a soundbite coming uh, from ex-CIA, Secret Service, and New York Police Officer Dan Bongino. I think he had a couple of other jobs in, uh, with the, with, with the, the DOJ, Department of Justice, so probably the FBI or whatnot. And I wanted to bring in Dan just for a minute or two, let him highlight a couple of things. And I also want to tell you something about the people that I bring on, uh, the sound bites that I, that I bring on to the show are usually already somebody that's already, uh, convinced me. And it's not just a conspiracy and things like that. It's, they have receipts. <laughs> they always have receipts. They have things that backs what they're saying. And it's, it's very clear. It's easy to understand. Okay. I, I get it. I get it. That did happen. That just happened. <laughs> so they're not coming to the, to the podium or to the microphone with a bunch of, um, conspiracy. Like the left likes to call it. Liberals like to call it conspiracy. No matter what. A Republican says they like to call it a conspiracy or a racist statement or anything that uh, would make them look bad. Isn't that a shame? You can't just all get along. <laughs> I mean, if the president's son does something that's unruly and you should not have done that, <laughs> can't we all just acknowledge it together? Why does it have to be on this side and that side? No, it didn't. Yes, it did. No, it didn't. Yes, it didn't. Yes. Bunch of children in the sandbox fighting over the only toys that are in there. Anyways, I'm over at getter.com and this is the opening monologue of the American Freedom and God podcast that you're listening to right now. Um, we're looking at, uh, well, I'm under the tab uh, on the homepage of explore. So you have following, you have explore. Wait a minute. Where am I? Oh, okay. Yeah, so I'm just going to stay on Explore, read this very first post I'm looking at, and then we'll maybe go to some of the news they have. Get her as a sidebar with Get Her News. We'll check into some of that. So, anyway, um, let's see. I'm looking at this first post, and there's <laughs> a big image of a superhero who is, I don't know, looks like about 300 pounds. He's, he's overweight. He's obviously overweight. He's 300 pounds. Um... He's probably going through life figuring out what to do, uh, being this heavy and maybe he's making it good. Maybe he's doing it, doing a fine job at it. Maybe he wants to lose weight. Maybe he doesn't. I don't know, but he's 300 pounds. He's huge and he's got a Batman suit on. It's, um, it's depicting a superhero. Now the title of this, uh, image we're looking at. Guys, I'm describing it because this is a podcast and we're all about the MP3. I know you're probably just listening to the MP3. If you ever do want to see the other side of this show, you can just go to rumble.com and look up American Freedom and God Podcast. We will show up and there I will be yours truly. And we have every podcast episode as also uh, on Diddle Cam. 
Yeah, so you can watch it. All right, so he says, so the new age Superman is now a gay man and Batman is now a fat man, <laughs> transgender in a dress. Okay, so he's a fat man. He's also a transgender and he's also wearing a dress instead of the traditional superhero uh, the tights that Batman wears. <laughs> um, anyways, that's the image. It's like a... Wait, wait. It's down below this post. I'm going to read the post to you. I remember on TV when gender had no agenda. And that is the title of the post. He-Man, Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, Bionic Man, all normal toxic masculinity males. Bionic Woman, She-Hulk, Wonder Woman, Catwoman, and all gorgeous, strong, feminine women. Yet the woke hate our heterosexual superheroes. And, oh, okay, so, and then the post goes on to say, no, the Antichrist, Marxist, socialist, left-wing, progressive, liberal-minded, controlled folk who were drip-fed, taught wokeism within universities, are now the products of today's teachers and kindergarten schools, confusing kids that boys can be girls and vice versa and other bizarre Antichrist beliefs. Uh, Ron, a.k.a. Speed comes first. Okay, I don't know what that's supposed to be. Oh, at speed comes first. So it's a username. All right, so we're going to move on. He goes on to write Genesis 6, 5. Uh, saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and uh, every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Um, you know, I was just recently in the book of Jeremiah, and what I learned that Jeremiah the prophet was to tell the, the people of Judea or Judah uh, that, that hey, God is really, really angry, and he's going to lie, he's going to unleash the Babylonians, the Chaldeans. <laughs> Some of the words are hard for me to say, but if you open it and read it, you, you can interpret them. And, and he was trying to Jeremiah was trying to tell the Israelites or the the, the people of Jerusalem. So there was in Judah that this was about to happen because God was seeing that they were not hearkening his word. They were not hearkening his warnings. And in the, in the entire book goes on and on about this. And Jeremiah was writing these things. He was, oh, sorry about that. He was relaying the message and he was writing these things. And it was creating that one of the 66 books of the Bible. The book of Jeremiah. And what I was finding out is this is similar to this, uh, Genesis 6, 5 that I just read. He, the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. It says that God, God spoke to Jeremiah and said that a few times. I see that man only wants to do what is in their imagination and not hearken what it is I asked them to do and to glorify and follow the word, the, the words that I give them to follow. That I see that they are ignoring that and they're going on and on and just doing whatever they can imagine and they're being immoral and an abomination to 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 me the the, the lord of hosts and i was like wow yes uh, that anger god and he did take but by the end of the book of jeremiah he does he does wipe out considerably uh, a lot i'm not even gonna i just wanted to throw that in there because i was reading this little bit of scripture here yeah he saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually well yeah the imagination that you don't have to be a boy if you don't want to be a boy i just want to say one thing to that i can tell honestly tell god right now I'm okay being a man. I, I don't have a problem with it. I, I don't consider myself too masculine for other people. Um, 
you know, it sure comes in handy when we need to pick up the heavy bucket and and, and get that, that uh, leak fixed for that cup, nice couple over there that's not capable of doing it themselves. And, and they may be elderly or they may have just never had the skill for it. And I'm actually not even I'm just going to do it free. It's just going to take me 10 minutes. But luckily, I've got the backbone and the strength to pick that thing up and, and get that done for them. I've never had a problem being a man. I just, there's not, I know, you know, there's parts of a person where you can say, hey, you know, I just got, I'm kind of weak about that. You know, I'm going to cry or why do I sound like a girl sometimes? <laughs> you know, and you can ask yourself, are you kind of half that? No, I'm okay being a man. It's just, we, we, we are all, it's humanity, basically. We all have that little bit of that uh, where you can be soft. You know, if you're a, if you're a hardcore person, you can be soft. And if you're a soft person, you can be hardcore. I mean, it's vice versa. But that doesn't mean you should trans into it and teach your kids to do that too, in my opinion, in my humble opinion. So my statement to God is, thank you for making me a male. I'm okay with that. And I will never try to change that, nor will I teach others to do that. If I'd have been born a female, I guarantee you I'd be saying the same thing. Now, you say that, but you don't know. Well, yes, I do. I just do. First of all, you have to know the Father before you can know pretty much anything else. Did you know God is love? He created it. Without God having created love, you wouldn't understand what it is to love. You, It wouldn't be, exist. You know, even... Even the mother elephant loves, you know, even the mother lion loves, even, even the beast that has offspring loves. But you don't, they didn't create that love, that instinct to love. They didn't create it themselves. It came from God. And that goes for anybody that doesn't believe. The only reason you love your loved ones is God created love. That's the only reason. There is no other reason. It's not because you had the baby and you're raising the baby and now it's your child and then it's your, your, your teenager and then it's your, your adult family member. That's not the reason you love them. You, you love them because God created this thing called love and it's within you. Okay. Did you hammer that one home? Now, um, so anyway, we'll, we'll save the, uh, hope message for the end of the show, which is coming, uh, here shortly. We gotta get on to our sound bite, but I wanted to read just one more headline off of Getter. I went over from explore to following. I got the main people that I follow. Their posts will show up first, but if it's in the scroll, if you use, if you haven't been using Getter, you can see what I mean. Just go, go on over to G-E-T-T-R. No, no E-R at the end there. And it's getter.com. Make a membership over there and, um, you get to say whatever you want. There's no censorship. Yeah, beware of the trolls. <laughs> anyway, uh, Senator Mike Lee calls for immediate depth. De Action, immediate debt action, United States debt, debit. It's a hard word for me to say, isn't it? <laughs> he wants action to control annual interest. Action must be taken on the nation's debt right now. Debt, debt. I see the B and I try to pronounce it, but it's silent. <laughs> Senator Mike Lee calls for immediate debt control. Action must be taken. This is with uh, Newsmax.com. Normally to get the rest of the story, you know, this is just a post. You would click on the link and it would take you to that page over at Newsmax.com and you would get the entire article. Uh, that's just an example of in the uh, sidebar for Getter News. Sadly, we lost an actress at 45 years old, the Hollywood actress Annie Orshring. 
Oh, that, that's that's hard to take. She was only 45. That's young. She was on Star Trek. She had roles uh, in the, the 24 series. Uh, wow, I didn't know. This is news to me, too. I'm, I'm reading it to you just as I'm learning about it. Again, this one's off the cuff, guys. My preliminaries are short-lived. I have no idea what Dan's even going to be talking about here in a minute. Ukraine war threats from China prompt return of nuclear anxiety. No, 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 no. Please, let's not go there, people. See, we wouldn't even be at war right now had we not put certain people in certain offices. This thing wouldn't have happened. They, they see the weakness and the vulnerability, the lack of response, the... They're not, that's not good. They see all that coming from America and then they act. This would, I guarantee it, if Mr. Trump would have still been president right now in a second term, there'd be no wars. I mean, people like to say the opposite because it was the man that everyone loved to hate. Uh, on the left, anyways. So, we're going to go on. One more. What, what's another headline? Breaking DeMario. That, that's, that's in sports. I, I mean, I'm not all big on the sports part. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, I don't even want to read that one. Somebody got hurt by a giant great white shark. He was a diver. I don't, I don't want to even read that. It's, it's hard to read. Political demonstrations damaging Peru's economy and food supply. So we have unrest all over the world, guys. All over the world. If, if the United States can get it together and recontrol what we once had in control, then... The rest of the world eventually starts to calm down and do better, too. Maybe not every nation, but other nations that are linked one way or another to the U.S. doing well. They do well. When we do well, they do well. When we do awful, then the whole world starts getting that way, too. This, this country was the shining object on the hill. You know, I say that a lot on this podcast. It is um, part of the, uh, the overall theme to this podcast, the shining object on the hill. This is what was helping the rest of the world. When we do great, the rest of the world does good as well. Trump kicked off his new campaign in New Hampshire. All right, going out there doing the rallies. Now, this man is like, he, he can he can pack the house as much as any rock star. Because <laughs> I didn't play a guitar. Uh, I'm jealous because I, I do play the guitar. I can't get 10 people in the world. I can get 10. But Anyways, that's it. Let's go over and see what Dan Bongino's talking about for today's first soundbite, guys. Let's go ahead and play it. You know? To hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Don't go anywhere today. I... Right before I get ready for the podcast, I put out a tweet. I said, holy sh! don't miss today's podcast. Why? The New York Times dropped a piece that I'm telling you exposes every single cookie in the cookie jar. Soros, Biden, classified documents, Hunter, Spygate, Russia. Whenever the New York Times tries to get out ahead of a story, you have to assume that someone in the deep state is worried. And when it's Charlie Savage and Adam Goldman, you know someone in the deep state is worried. Got a quick update on this vaccine story first. We're going to get to that. No time to waste. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. What if there was someone out there who kept a log of every single thing you did every minute of the day? Not cool, right? That's what happens when you go online. Your internet provider can store logs of every website you've ever visited and can legally sell the data to anyone. That's why I always use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through their secure server. So your internet provider can't see or log what you do online. Now you're probably wondering, well, I'm routing through ExpressVPN. Well, can't they log what I'm doing? 
Well, many VPNs, check this out, claim to have a no logs policy, but have been caught logging customer activity. Not ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is the only VPN I trust because they use trusted server technology. Joe, it's Friday. And if you would, kind sir. It's Friday and a hell of a big one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, it is. Joe knows what's going on you because it, right bro. before the show, I started unloading bombs on the guys on the show prep email and they were like, what? I'll get to that in a second. Just an update on the Pfizer story. Yesterday, if you missed the podcast, Project Veritas, James O'Keefe's group, projectveritas.com is the website if you'd like to go watch the full video and to support them. Caught a Pfizer research uh, professional on hidden camera. Uh, talking about Pfizer using directed evolution, quote, to modify viruses, notably the coronavirus, to get ahead of potential mutations for the vaccine. Now, if that sounds to you like we took a poll yesterday, bad idea. Guy, any change in your mind? Guy says still a bad idea. Guy notes it was unanimous. Joe, any change? Ah, really no a change. bad idea. Bad idea. No bro. change in his vote either. No change in mind. So. I asked Paula too, so we're four for four, that mutating a deadly virus like coronavirus, which got us into the problem we're in now in Wuhan, is probably a stupid idea. So they confronted Project Veritas, this individual, again, uh, appears to be somewhere in New York. And, well, it is in New York. I see the NYPD show up later. Here's a small uh, snippet of what happened. Take a listen. So you're on video. Uh, we're, 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 I'm a journalist. Bro, first of all, I'm literally a liar. He's, he's on video. Whoa. You're saying we're exploring how the virus keeps um, mutating. Yes, One of the things we're exploring is why don't we mutate the virus? Now, the reason I played that gets ugly, by the way. The guy starts freaking out, demands the doors be locked. He starts chasing people down, jumping in front of cars, smashing people's iPads. I mean, he, this guy's got some now criminal liability. He destroyed someone's property after taking it from them by force. I mean, seriously, he could, he could potentially be charged with the strong arm robbery. It doesn't matter that you don't like what was on that tape. You can't take people's property and destroy it. Having said that, because I... I, you have my word. I'm so concerned about this vaccine story that I'm not going to fall into the slanted coverage trap, even though I'm emotionally involved in this story. He says at the beginning of that, I was lying on a date. So he apparently the hidden camera video was taken on a date. I don't know, some fake, uh, some, some honey trap thing they may have done, whatever it may be. Now, I said to you yesterday, did I not? And I'll say it today. I'm going to give you both sides. Maybe he was lying. But how would we figure that out, fellas, if he was lying about Pfizer? Well, it'd be really helpful for Pfizer to come out and make a statement, wouldn't it? Kind of throwing that out there. It's, it's like, Joe, it's like <laughs> me confronting Guy and Guy's telling, Guy's goes on a date with some woman, Kim wouldn't like that, but whatever. And he's like, hey man, you know, I'm like the modern day Bonnie and Clyde. You want to join me? I robbed a few <laughs> banks and there were bank robbed in, banks robbed in the area. And then we confront him the next day and Guy goes, you know, I didn't do it. I was lying. Well, there's a, there's a pretty easy way to you know figure that out. We go to the banks and pull the video, right? Right. So uh, what's making me really curious about this, Pfizer's alleged, and I want to be clear, alleged role in manipulating and mutating viruses, which sounds suspiciously like gain of function, which got us in this problem and sounds unanimously on this show like a really horrible, horrendous, frankly, terrible, atrocious idea. Pfizer could just come out and clear it up. But um, we're not really getting clarity from Pfizer on that. I'm, 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 I'm wondering, I'm wondering why. <laughs> okay, right there. Now, 
I'm going to be going back to the conversation of American freedom, but not until I comment on what Dan's talking about first. Jeez, oh, i got to get a new hanger for those phones. <laughs> Guys, I apologize. It's a little dark in here, so if you're watching the ditto cam, <clears throat> we have uh, we have an overcast sky out there, and it is almost like nighttime uh, here in the morning. Uh, I don't want to turn overhead lights on because when I do that, it, it shines down on me too much. And so we're going to just carry on the way it is. And Dan's talking about when, when something's obvious like this and the guy's still freaking out trying to get out of it and say he was just lying and just making it up. You know, that Pfizer could have came out and just cleared this up. I mean, it seemed like the thing to do. I don't know how far this story went, but if it's in the New York Times, it's probably, probably, it's probably out there, you know. And... Uh, you know, we don't, Dan was mentioning names over there, he says, especially when these two reporters, so, yeah, I don't know a whole lot about the New York Times, personally, and uh, where I was raised in Detroit, all we knew about was the Detroit News, or the Detroit Free Press, um, we never read the Times, but the Times is always considered a bigger, uh, you know, it was like a national paper, because the, the stories would be picked up by news and whatnot. Anyways, we're going to move on. That was interesting from Dan Bongino. Now, if you guys like stuff like that to get the, the, the personality and the outlook on things, and Dan brings receipts, I'm telling you, he doesn't just say stuff. He, he backs it up. If you like that kind of thing, he has the most popular podcast right now uh, anywhere. So anywhere in the world. He's, he's, he's number one with the size of the audience and the listeners. Uh, where it comes to that. He is the most popular podcast. You want to tune in. If you're not already, I recommend it. He's on rumble.com or anywhere you get your podcast. You know, I go around with iHeartRadio. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Um, pretty much every day. I, I don't like to be without somebody talking to me as I do my job and things like that. That, you know, permitted that you can have that on. You might be in a, in a room where you can't really have it on, but then there's always earbuds, right? And I, I go around with the iHeartRadio app running all the time. So that's one of the things that is just a habit. And one of the shows that I listen to is Dan, and then I go on to a couple of others. So it is uh, good practice. It keeps your head in the, in the game. You know, you're able to be hearing what's going on currently everywhere. But the way I do it is I add my own to it. I have what's happening in the current issues. I see the ugly, I see the, the, the good, I see the bad, but I, I listen to it with what I like to say with the Holy Spirit. Because always, always I am praying to, to God through, and, and, and saying, please, <laughs> please let the Holy Spirit stay with me. And you know what? When you're like that, when you let Jesus in your heart and you're like that, the Holy Spirit is always there. You know, if, if you walk out in front of the truck, the truck's going to get deflected out of the way. Well, that's a guardian angel too. But <laughs> the Holy Spirit is there to help you, help you through life. And when there's no, when, when you say, "Please, Lord, judge me for what's in my heart," then that's that's what that's what the result is. Is the Holy Spirit will be with you. Have a clean heart. So moving on, I'm going to take you over to my Instagram for a minute because from there we're going to read. After we take a look at the Instagram post, uh, I'm going to read from an article I wrote <clears throat> probably about two or three years ago. And it was taken out of one of my books, the Making Time for God series by John P. Fox. 
Um, I would just like to read that as today's hope message. And usually I would play a scholar like Dr. David Jeremiah, a soundbite from him or a soundbite from Pastor Greg Laurie, um, who is an awesome Bible scholar and he has a great sense of humor. And it just really, really graces the podcast to have a soundbite from, from any of those guys on, on there. Today, there are times when I just, um, I, I deliver that hope message with yours truly. So today that's what I'm going to do. I hope uh, you don't find it. I hope you find it useful. You know, I'm a guitarist, and I wanted to share with you something. This is all about American freedom. So I put together an Instagram page, and there's no followers yet. It's like, just put it up, you know, a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago. Okay, to be totally honest, it was a little over a month ago. I put this page up. I just started finding uh, content on my computer and uploading it to the Instagram Um one of the reasons I wanted to do it is because I don't use Facebook. I don't have a Facebook account. I don't intend to ever have one again. I don't really like Facebook or Zuckerboy for that matter. So I just don't use it. But somebody asked me, he said, John, where, where is your Facebook page? We can't find you on there. I wanted to show, my sister did. She just wanted to show um, one of her friends, a co-worker, uh, some of the stuff that I do. And... She couldn't find me on Facebook. I said, I'm not on Facebook, but I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll put together an Instagram page. So that's what I did, guys. Long story short, I'm just going to play what American freedom sounds like coming from yours truly for a second, and then we'll move on to our hope message. I couldn't find a stopping point on that one. <laughs> anyway, uh, I just uh, thought I'd throw that out there. I'm playing an uh, electric guitar with a tiny little amp. Doesn't sound too good in this particular example. But what you are seeing there is a self-taught guitar maniac. <laughs> you are truly. Who, actually, I learned music in school. I did learn music. Um, I used to play a horn. I used to play saxophone, be exact. Uh, we had a lot of, I was in the singing classes as well, the chorus. So I did both. I, I, I went to chorus and then I went to band and we did, I did learn music, but not on the guitar. See, the guitar was different. I just grabbed my dad's guitar. It was always laying around the house because he seldom ever played it. And just sit there in a corner all the time. I would grab it and start pushing down on the string trying to figure out how to make a note. <laughs> and uh, it led up to what you just heard. That was the most current 
Actually, that's not the most current, but it's a video I found on Hard Drive not too long ago. So let's just leave it at that. The rest of the Instagram page shows more videos, artwork that I've done. Um, this is all American Freedom related stuff. Here I am at the Daytona 500. I've got my phone out videoing the cars coming around turn four. We're, we're across from the pit road right there, pit road. Um, so, and then, you know, here's the nieces and the nephews, uh, kids. So they're a great niece and a great nephew, right? <laughs> Here we are uh, looking at another painting I did in Tempra. There's yours truly from in the, uh, the year 2002, 2003, somewhere like that. It still had all the long, strangly hair. Okay, anyways, and then music videos I made in my own songs are on this Instagram page. Let's go over to the post that I wanted to play for you. I'm sorry, the uh, article I wanted to read that I took from one of my books and posted it on my website, johnpfox.com. There is no H in John, and there is only one X in Fox, and you've got to put the P in the middle or it will take you to the wrong place. Did you know there's like two, three million people named John Fox? Oh, I didn't like that. <laughs> That's why I had to change my pen name to T.A. Crow's Barn. <laughs> there ain't nobody named that. So anyways, uh, yeah, there's a lot of John Foxes. If you just spell it J-O-N-P-F-O-X dot com, you'll get to the website and you can see the great portfolio is there. All my music, all my art, all my books. You can go to that one. Uh, all my posts are here from years now. I've got archives. It's a reflection of oneself when you put up a website like this. Let's go ahead and read What Would Jesus Do? This came from one of my books from the series Making Time for God. I think this was from book one it might be book two and it might be book three as much as i remember oh uh, yeah it's time to write another one it really is i did this out of my heart i did this i do these writings out of my heart occasionally i still will so let's start from the top here guys now the title again is what would jesus do question mark when jesus said after his rising from the dead or after his resurrection is very profound but also has been very misinterpreted by mankind from that day on and he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. Jesus goes on to tell the men that these signs shall follow them that believe in his name. They shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. If they drink of a deadly thing, it will not hurt them. He also tells them that they will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. This scripture can be found in the book of Mark, chapter 16, verse 15. Jesus is telling those who gathered in disbelief that their Lord is risen from what had just taken place two days ago. He is telling them these strong words because he is about to ascend to the right hand of the one and only God. After that, he will not be here. He will not be a physical man on the earth anymore. In fact, when he rose from the dead, which only God could have made that happen, parenthesis and parenthesis, he was not totally a physical man in flesh. He was there, however, and talking. This is just one of the many wonders of God, because we wonder how could he make a person that is not really a flesh and bone, but be there where I am sure able to, they were able to still touch him. So Jesus is about to vanish to the sight and touch of those on earth, and he is giving the last out loud speech to his disciples. He's about to be gone, but not really, parenthesis and parenthesis, just gone from sight. And these profound words are spoken first. 
Jesus wants these men to go and preach the gospel. Go to all and tell of what you just witnessed. I tell you this, if I would have been there, I would have not been able to help myself, but I, <laughs> I would have not been able to help myself, but I want to go and tell all about what I just saw. I would not have been able to help myself. Uh, that's, that came out a little rough. That was me talking in my own voice right there. Well, in the next paragraph, it goes on to say, was Jesus telling the men that all people should preach? Question mark. No. In fact, all people began to preach. If all people began to preach, then they would be doing a disservice because not all of them directly uh, are qualified <laughs> to tell the gospel. I'm not even qualified to preach the gospel. There, there is much study that should be done before you preach. So then what did Jesus mean? I believe that scripture is showing that Jesus is anointing these men whom he is speaking to with the power of his kingdom of goodness. He's anointing them. He is telling them that they can preach and that he will fix it so that nothing can hurt them along the way. He tells them that they can heal by touch and cast devils out by rebuking them, just as he did before he was crucified. His profound words, spoken before ascending, were that he might let them know of their duty to continue his message, which is originated from a higher source, his Father in heaven, God. Now, for thousands of years, this is the next paragraph right here, guys. Now, for thousands of years later, and to this day, there are men and women preaching the gospel of Jesus. Are they anointed as, as were those Jesus just spoke to? Yes, many have the anointing, but it comes from God. When they receive this due to their own asking and the favor of God himself, this meaning that there are many who are not anointed or protected and gifted to do wonders by God, but those who are, are the ones that can do what Jesus said to do. It is fine to be involved in spreading the word of the gospel, no matter who you are. But it is, in that time, clear instructions. Um, I think it says everybody was in that time. Clear instructions were given to those who saw a miracle. You know, I do have to. Sometimes find errors and have to proofread <laughs> again and again, even years later. Okay, but there was clear instructions were given to those who saw the miracle. Next paragraph says, There is a group that goes around door to door and wants to talk about the Bible. They want to do this because they have a strong belief that they must witness. They have a strong belief that if they don't witness, they cannot go to heaven. It will say, I will say that in the book of Mark, Jesus tells us it is done. And then one more time, all capital characters here, it says, it is done! With <laughs> exclamation point. The price is paid already for you to go to heaven and you do not have to do anything else but to accept, to be accepted. You don't have to do anything else to be accepted. Nothing. It is only those that uh, hear this gospel of Jesus Christ and rebuke it that are messing up their chances to go to heaven. Witness to others if you want. I am doing that right here, but please be it known that as long as you are a believer in that Holy Bible, which has not been rewritten to suit your group, but the original Holy Bible, in its original scripture source, that you are saved and accepted to be with God. Yeah, that's profound right there, guys. We did not rewrite the Holy Bible. We do not need to rewrite the Holy Bible and have a new group that goes by a new book and has to do certain new things. It's original source. You are saved and accepted by God by an original Holy Bible. 
You do not have to go and hurry to get baptized either. As Jesus was talking about in the act of being baptized, Jesus himself would baptize with the Holy Spirit and most certainly with water. But he also told all that the way into heaven is through him. So it is a great thing to be baptized. It's very much a part of God's word, but you can get to heaven by just believing. So if you forgot to get baptized, don't worry. God can still wipe your sins and accept you in his kingdom. Actually, I was baptized as a baby, which is a thing my parents would do. But there are lots of things that the Catholics do that are very symbolic, as well as God loves his Catholics and their devotion and discipline. However, I must say again that God also loves you. No matter if you are one of those special men that Jesus was talking to and giving instructions to or not. Just be of the power of goodness and believe and you will be going to heaven. On the other hand, if you have a church that you go to, just make sure they are based it on the original Holy Bible as there are groups that have changed some of it. Keep doing what you do to honor God and his word. Remember what I teach in this newsletter that God himself will examine your heart. Do you know what I mean? Question mark. How does it feel to know that God is looking at your inner ability to be kind, loving, mad, raging, desires, fears, longing for, bashful from, etc.? If there is any evil to be found in your heart, God sees it. If there is any truth in belief in him within your heart, then he sees it. Do not robot around and do just because you think you have to just to get into heaven. Jesus did not tell us any such requirements of. <laughs> All right. And we're almost there. God does, however, want you to seek him, seek his knowledge and wisdom. God wants you to make time for him. For all believers are the church by definition. God loves it that man built with his hands a church, which requires believers that fulfill his glory in order to operate. Where two or more come together and worship, he is glorified. Uh, and he loves discipline. But more, most importantly, he wants your faithfulness that is glory. God loves faithfulness. That is where he gets glory. So keep making time for God and do it wholeheartedly. You will find yourself witnessing of what you have learned in your own sincerity. And uh, you are not going door to door because of some local modern leader telling you that you must or but that witnessing still happens from your heart you do it your own way you do it the way jesus intended pray this with me <laughs> oh lord jesus i pray in your great name i wish to be accepted in heaven despite my sins i repent of these sins I know you paid the price for me to go to heaven by being here on earth and fulfilling the word of your Father, which is also our Father and Creator. I need you, Jesus. I need you in order for me to get there because it is you that represents me to God. It is you that puts the virtue on me and cleanses me. Amen. Wow, strong prayer, but needed. It is these kinds of prayers that shows purity of heart to the Father. We can all go to heaven not by having to do something physical or else, but by believing in Jesus. God bless you. John Fox. <laughs> and that's the end of the post. It ended it with a prayer. Um, 
And then I also go on to say, if this post is something that you liked, you can subscribe to the blog here. And under that, I says you can also get my book, Making Time for God. It's on Amazon.com. It's only a couple bucks, guys. It's a booklet. You know, it's like $3. Uh, Making Time for God series. There's three books. Book one, book two, and book three. And each um, chapter goes into detail about things that I've um, witnessed in my life. Things that's happened that were su supernatural. The reason that I became the way I am, the reason uh, I'm able to talk to you about these things, it's all in that book, Making Time for God by John P. Fox. That was it for today's show, guys. I hope it helps. I hope I didn't waste anybody's time. It's like Dan Bongino's always saying that. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, still my favorite podcaster. If you want to get over there and watch, check into that one, I'm sure you'll be glad you did. We're going to do this again next week. I'm going to try not to be so much off the cuff this time. We'll come up with some more great um, content for you. Until then, guys, hang in there. Hang on to the American freedom. And goodbye. This has been the American Freedom and God Podcast. Join us every week for the latest episodes. Please subscribe, rate, and review the series. Visit us and comment on a blog post at johnpfox.com. Happy listening, and remember to always show you're awesome. Bye.